Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. As if we didn't have enough acronyms in aviation, IFR flying certainly brings in a whole new batch of IFR altitude acronyms. Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com and you are listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast brought to you by M0A.com and brought to you by something special this week, something new we're doing, undergroundaviationseminar.com. What we're doing are a series of free webinars for you to check out through the entire month of January. A chance to interact with myself live. We're doing topics like an instrument pilot mock check ride, five things every pilot should know, posting some great accident analysis webinars and videos all the month of January. Check out Underground Aviation Seminar. Com to get signed up totally free. Choose the webinars you want to sign up for, and we'll be chatting live all the month of January. Now to our topic. You know, there are so many acronyms, not just in aviation, but certainly in IFR flying. So I want to take some time to bring some clarification to some. Now, I promise to make this topic exciting. I know acronyms are hard sometimes, but I'm gonna give you easy ways to remember these and certainly, and most importantly, an easy way to apply them. Because M0A.com fans and friends know this. You know that there's such a difference between just knowing something in the book and being able to apply it to your real world flying. So I promise I'll make this exciting. For example, do you know the difference between DH and DA, decision height and decision altitude? We think, well, I know it involves uh, an ILS. Um, I know it's you know, a precision approach. It's a height. We go miss on precision approach, but which is which? Too often, we use these terms interchangeably. Oh, take this down to DA, take this down to DH. And we use those terms interchangeably, but they're actually, and in some instances, they can be quite different. DA, our decision altitude, is the height above mean sea level. Whereas DH is the reference to threshold elevation. And yet we use those terms so interchangeably. DA versus DH. Now we know the difference and which one to use in which situation. What about things like MDA, our minimum descent altitude for a non-precision approach? Now we're getting at all those M's, all those minimums. Let's work through those really quick here. MEA. MEA, of course, is our minimum in route altitude. But what does a minimum in route altitude guarantee me? That is what you need to remember. A minimum in route altitude, the MEA, is the altitude for an in route segment that provides adequate reception. You ready for this? Of relevant navigation facilities, ATC communications, and of course complies with airspace, airspace structure uh, and obstacle clearance. So 
What does MEA assure me? That's the FAA definition I just read you. Let's break it down into plain conversational English for you. MEA assures me proper reception of navigational aids, two-way radio communications with ATC, obstacle clearance, and adherence to any ATC or local procedures. Because oftentimes if I'm flying in an area I'm not familiar with, I may not know the local procedures for that area. A lot of times people forget that one. They know the navigation aids. They know the two-way radio communications. They know the safe clearance uh, above obstacles. But what about adherence to local procedures or procedures ATC maybe has put in place as a part of some of their departure procedures or some of their arrival routes? Now, what about our MSA? Not to be confused with a minimum safe altitude from back in your VFR days. This is an MSA, minimum sector altitude. The minimum sector altitude is the lowest altitude which may be used to provide a minimum clearance, a thousand feet above all objects, located in an area contained within a sector. A sector is a 25 nautical mile radius that is centered on a navigational aid, a VOR. We've seen these on our approach plates. It's that 25 nautical mile circle centered on a VOR or centered on some sort of navigational aid. Now, it's important that, let me take a step back. Oftentimes, a minimum sector altitude is confused with a minimum safe altitude. And actually, um, minimum safe altitude, the term, the ICAO definition, ICAO, of course, the, the, the everything we're governed under internationally, the definition of a minimum safe altitude actually does not exist. Minimum safe altitude, in a way, is would be considered slang in the ICAO environment. We use it here in the United States. To give you an example, um, who remembers when we switched from position and hold to line up and wait? You see, position and hold was used just in the United States, but we had a problem with our American pilots going abroad and pilots from abroad coming over here and hearing the term position and hold here, they're, what does that mean? Whereas our U.S. pilots were going abroad and hearing line up and wait and going, oh, what does that mean? So we, the United States, adopted what ICAO, the rest of the United States or the rest of the world does, uh, and that is use the term line up and wait. There is no such thing as a MSA, a minimum safe altitude by ICAO standards. That is United States slang, uh, certainly in the VFR world, uh, and we still call an MSA that um, here. In the IFR world, MSA is your minimum sector altitude. What about in MCA, your minimum crossing altitude? That's the lowest altitude at which a navigational fix can be crossed when entering or continuing, that's important, along an airway that will allow the aircraft to do what? Clear all obstacles while carrying out a normal climb to the required MEA of the airway in question beyond that fix. I'm flying on an airway. I'm coming up to an intersection. I see an MCA, minimum crossing altitude. An MCA tells me there is a higher MEA ahead. 
and this is simply a step up to get the process started so I can make a normal climb to reach the MEA, the higher MEA that is coming up. It is a step up. It's a polite reminder of saying, hey, climb on up, buddy. You're going to need it here soon. MRA, also at an intersection. MRA, minimum reception altitude, is the lowest altitude on an airway segment where an aircraft can be assured of receiving signals from navigational aids. VOR, NDB, yes, two dying technologies. So what happens to an MRA when NDBs go away, which the FAA has said for a long time now, and, and they do take action on it. When NDBs break, we are no longer fixing them. The FAA just took action. They, about a year ago, announced, I can't remember how many VORs. I'm going to say it was, I don't think it was quite 100, but it was, it was significant. Uh, a VORs that were going to get the axe, just to decommission them, get rid of them. And they literally um, just announced they took action on that um, as well. So VOR, NDB, Dyne technology, what happens to MRA if we, when, when we get rid of VOR and NDB and move to this GPS-type world? Or are we going to still have VORs as a backup? I, there's got to be some sort of redundancy there. That's a topic for another podcast, certainly. How about a MOCA? M-O-C-A. It's our minimum obstacle clearance altitude, the MOCA, the minimum altitude for a defined segment that provides the required obstacle clearance. Okay, what does that mean? The MOCA is determined and published for each segment of the route. Now, charts provide the proper horizontal and vertical separation at those areas where the existence of obstacles could be a factor for the safety of flights. Let's talk about this. A thousand feet of separation when the obstacle elevation is below 3,000 feet. 1,500 feet of separation when the obstacle elevation is between 3,000 and 5,000 feet. And 2,000 feet of separation when the elevation is greater than 5,000 feet. Minimum obstacle clearance altitude, sometimes called minimum obstruction clearance altitude. Those two terms can get thrown around interchangeably. Obstruction, obstacle can get used uh, in the same breath there. Here's another one for you. How about a MORA, M-O-R-A, or minimum off-route altitude? Now, this is an altitude that provides 2,000 feet of terrain clearance in mountainous areas, 1,000 feet in non-mountainous areas, and the same time provides a reference point of the clearance of 10 nautical miles from the route centerline. So this is our off-route altitude, minimum off-route altitude that is guaranteeing within 10 nautical miles from that route centerline, if you're off-route, 2,000 feet of terrain clearance in mountainous areas, 1,000 feet in non-mountainous areas. You know, these are all acronyms, guys, that need to be committed to memory. They're tough. And hopefully I gave you some little tidbits here and there that you went, oh, okay, MSA. I've been calling it a minimum safe altitude for all this time. Now I know it's a minimum sector altitude. 
Now we understand those things. Or DA versus DH. Now we understand those things. And hopefully that works to make it a little bit more clear for you guys. Listen, if you want to learn more, if you want to see what your instrument pilot checkride is going to be like, I'm doing a mock instrument pilot checkride. UndergroundAviationSeminar.com to check that out to learn more. Totally free webinar series. I'm doing all through the month of January live. Recordings will be posted. If you're listening to this months or years down the road, uh, you can just search Underground Aviation Seminar uh, and pull those up. But undergroundaviationseminar.com to get signed up. Totally free, no strings attached to participate in these webinars. I know you guys are going to love it. Thanks so much, guys, for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Uh, your listenership, your reviews have helped to make this and the rest of the mzerway.com podcast the top five podcasts in the aviation category in iTunes. What a blessing. And we certainly couldn't do it without you guys. So thanks so much for all that you guys do. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.